This is Don't Fear Grit with Rob Taormina. Marketing strategies and advertising technologies to help you build a better business. All those great marketing trends and tips. What's going on today in the marketing world that's going to impact your business? We're going to be touching on those things today. In fact, we're going to touch on the top five marketing breaking news headlines that actually will impact all businesses. Um, so let's get right into it, guys. Uh, my name is Rob Terry, and I'm the host of Don't Fear Grit. I appreciate you guys being here. And as always, if you find value, do me a favor, share it. Definitely, let's build this community together. Uh, but do all those things that I know that you guys are aware of that are important, like like, comment, share, subscribe. You know, do all that fun stuff. It helps us out. It helps to grow com- the uh, the community. The larger community we have, the more we can discuss. And today's discussion topic is all about breaking news in the market. Marketing world. That's right. Even marketing uh, technology, marketers, marketing companies, uh, they have a tendency to sort of slip into the breaking news headlines. And we're going to be touching on that uh, today and finding out what are those things that actually could impact you, your business, your ep- efforts, regardless of whether or not you are the business owner, you are a content marketer, you're working for someone in this particular area. These things matter. You got to pay attention to it. Um, so getting right into it, as you guys know, if you're brand new, though, uh, two minutes per headline topic, and uh, today's first topic that we're going to be discussing, discussing, discussing Facebook plunge. Oh my goodness! If you are someone who follows the stock market at all, um, you're going to know that today, with the last really two days, Facebook took a massive, massive plunge as we'll see right here um and uh so facebook now known as uh meta uh missed their earnings and so their earnings report came out and they missed their projections and uh they missed it by a lot and that coupled with a few other things resulted in the stock mark uh, their stock plunging the uh really down to the lowest point i think since 2016 right yeah meta shares plunged 24% to lowest point since since uh 2016 and as you can see here they are really dominating the headlines and why this is a big deal um not just sort of if you have money invested into facebook stocks but as a marketer as a business owner who relies on these platforms in order to be able to reach an audience, what does this mean to you? Well, number one, you read through some of these headlines and really it's reinforcing what everyone's already talking about, which is that they are all in on the metaverse. And so they are taking a tremendous amount of capital and they're doubling down even in a time where the the general sort of user base is not shifting to the metaverse the way that they predicted that they would. It's not functioning as well as they predicted that it could. Um, They are still all in and they are dumping a tremendous amount of money into the metaverse. And uh, right now they're not getting that return and the public is definitely beating them up over it. So not only are they commanding the headlines in a negative way, but it's also a reflection uh, on their stock price, as you can see here, down to $97.94. This is a crazy low number. And so I guess it's all a matter of perspective, right? If you're an investor into stocks, you're going to say, well, now we're going to be able to buy this on the cheap. 
But there's also an argument to be made, how much lower can it go, though? Can it go even lower than it is right now? I mean, we're talking about a 24% plunge. That's huge. Why that's also big, you might actually make the argument, oh, well, that's a, that's a plunge when all stocks right now are, are plunging. Well, where the definitely it's been a rough year uh, for the stock market. Um, you know, the, the economy is definitely struggling a bit here, and you can argue that all stocks have really struggled. You want to now compare that one day loss, 24% to, all right, what's going on in the rest of the market? Is the rest of the market also being hit similarly to Facebook? So maybe it's just a market trend versus just an individual isolated thing as it relates to um, Facebook? Well, no, it's not because... The Dow Jones, we're, we're talking about, they have an increase of, uh, they ended, they closed today 194 points uh, plus. So there you have it. I mean, so the stock market on average actually did pretty well today, and um, Facebook acted independent of the market, moved opposite of the market trend, and they really obviously got hit because of what's going on. They missed earnings. They are not performing that they w- that, that they should, even though they are a global dominating force, right? They are the global leader here. Even if you're the leader, you can still struggle, right? And they are, their lead is definitely being um, challenged right now because they took a big hit, and uh, Mark Zuckerberg is all in on the metaverse. I don't know about you guys, curious what you guys think. Do you think that the metaverse is definitely the future and we're going to see, um, like Mark is predicting, this crazy global shift um, to using the metaverse uh, for a sort of not just like socially and casually, uh, but professionally and a more serious setting? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I get the technology and I, I'm a believer in the technology. I have not drank the Kool-Aid though yet myself in that uh, in believing that the metaverse is is ready I don't think it's definitely a community that I think the uh, general consumer market internet community of users are ready to just go all in and abandon what they're normally doing and just go all in on the metaverse and my opinion really doesn't matter as much as what the market's actually doing right and so if you look at the market the market is is really speaking loud and clear here uh, and now as you can see it's a reflection in their stocks they are really taking a big, big hit. So um, this is taking, as a result, the, the brand, the meta brand, Facebook brand is taking another big hit here. We'll see how this plays out over the next couple of months uh, because I, I think this is going to definitely uh, leave some room for other competing technologies uh, to become major players. I think this is the risk that that Facebook is making. Mark is really uh, doing here is by going all in on something that the, clearly the market's saying, and I, we don't want it, we're not ready. Um, this is such a big move on their part that it's definitely leaving that room uh, for other uh, competing technologies to come in and grab market share. Very, very dangerous to be in. And that definitely is going to affect you guys because, you know, they're shifting capital to the metaverse. So that means they're not focusing capital on other things like, you know, various ad technology platforms on the traditional social media platforms. Um, and uh, so that's going to, and then the, the brand, the fact that the brand was hurt means that the users are going to be pulled away. They're pulling themselves away from the platform. So it's, there's, you're competing with a lot as an advertiser now. So you've got to really up your game and you need to uh, you know be a, a, a really a well let's just call a spade a spade here you got to be a Yoda 
Facebook advertiser here in order to be able to overcome some of these odd obstacles. Uh, and uh, so definitely keep your finger on this because this could definitely have an impact on user experience. I'm going to be paying attention to that uh, personally. Um, and uh, from this article right here, when I was mentioning the Dow Jones was up today, um, it also, I, I was saying that, you know, it, it's up, right? Now, if you read right here, McDonald's, I don't know if you can see, if you're watching this on one of our video channels here versus just listening, I just highlighted uh, something in this article noting that the, the, the Dow Jones was up, uh, but McDonald's, um, it's led really by one of the companies is McDonald's and McDonald's is doing a fantastic job, not just with stocks. That's not why that's not the, the, the point of this particular channel here, right? So let's get back to our, here we go. Uh, we're going to get back. And, uh, what I'm doing is, uh, looking for my headline. Where's, where did my headline go? Here we go. Uh, next headline that we're going to be discussing is McDonald's, hence the transition, right? Um, but yeah, McDonald's is doing great and because of their marketing. A few years ago, they brought some people on board and they decided to, to uh, make some creative, I wouldn't say changes, but creative um, decisions uh, about going after certain markets. They were struggling actually uh, in the demographic of, I think it was like 10 to 14. Um, so they were struggling to reach that de demographic. And so they changed um, some of their creatives and they went after that particular demographic. As a result of doing this, they have created a string of advertising marketing hits. Their strategies have been incredible, um, even down to the current one uh, where they're talking about the, the farewell uh, tour, farewell tour for the McRib. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think the McRib is actually going anywhere. I think the McRib has li lived off the fact that it's this thing that they that they sort of pull out of the vault. They make it uh, a, a rare sort of seasonal release, and then it goes back into the, the vault. I think that this is just another marketing ploy. I think it's genius, actually. And this is why the McRib, as far as the sales, doing so well, right? And so they've done a great job of reaching that particular demographic, paying attention to the data, paying attention to the people that they're trying to, to reach, and then making changes and keeping up with the times and making it really, really uh, fresh. And in this article right here, this is an article obviously praising McDonald's efforts in the marketing uh, world. Um, you've got the CEO making this statement, and he says, what you've seen over the last several years for us is just finding more ways we can connect our equity, equities, our experience to what's going on in culture. Um, all He goes on and he says, he continues by saying, all of these different things show us show to us a reminder that we are charged with shepherding and stewarding one of the most fantastic equities in the world. This is the McDonald's brand, of course. And we've actually got to find ways to continue to keep it fresh. I love that statement right there. We've got to find ways to continue to keep it fresh. He understands the value in that 
it is important to understand how to relate your product, your service, your brand, your image to not just demographics, but culture as well. What's going on today? And they've, they're, they're doing a brilliant job at doing that. And that's something that we can learn from is that you got to constantly make sure that your message, your service, your product, all that great stuff, you're, you're keeping it fresh and relatable to the community so that they want to be interested in what it is that you have to offer, right? So he gets it. And I think at a smaller scale, individually, we all can learn a lot from this. We're talking about one of the most recognizable brands in the entire world, McDonald's. And this guy right here really gets it. He's saying even McDonald's, one of the most recognizable brands in the entire world, even they got to keep it fresh. They're staying ahead of it, getting ahead of it. And that's why they're going to continue to sort of probably be one of the top five recognizable brands in the world and why in the time where a lot of businesses are struggling, they are actually thriving. Um, Let's get to our next topic here. Um, Next topic, 4.8 billion internet users. Do you guys know why this is significant? That is a whole lot of users on the internet. Now, we started off by talking about how Meta, you know, the, the new Facebook brand, Meta, right? How their stock plunged, brand image plunged, right? I do want to give a little perspective here, though. Yes, it did take a hit. Facebook did take a hit as far as their brand value, as far as their stocks are concerned. But there's a total of $4.8 billion internet users. Of those 4.8 billion internet users, 3.7 billion of them are using Facebook assets. That's a 70% market share of all global internet users. That is definitely an influential source. So, That's why I wanted to bring that up because I don't want this to be a necessarily just a crucifixion session of all things Facebook. The fact is they're in a position to take the risk that they're taking by, you know, going all in into the metaverse, by investing so much money into the metaverse, pulling those profits out of the other assets and putting it in there. They can afford that risk or they feel that they can afford that risk because they have a 70% market share. Now, they have a 70% market share. Earlier I said, and I'm going to echo this, they are risking other people coming in and eating away though at that market share. And that's where I think it could be dangerous because I think that if you give a technology just an inch and they're able to sort of like gobble up just a little bit of that market share, I think it's not going to be a little. I think it's going to grow exponentially very quickly. So we're talking about they can go from 70 to 50, you know, within a matter of Uh, a year, honestly. And I know that's a very bold statement, but I think that's the type of risk that they're taking. But again, they have a 70% market share. It's huge. So that means if you have a product service brand, brand business, I say this like so many times, that's why I am saying this fast. You have to be navigating these platforms in order to reach the audience. The audience is there. They, the 70% of all internet users are literally on one of their products. You better be marketing your product and figuring out these platforms. Even in, in a time where maybe they're taking a little bit of a hit and they're struggling, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't 
equally struggle. You need to learn their, their platforms, learn what's going on, understand current events, make the, the uh, adapt, right? And make sure that you are visible. You want to be visible to the audience. The audience is on these platforms. So I just wanted to add that because I think we needed some uh, perspective as far as the, you know today's marketing trends, marketing uh, headlines here. Um, all right, and then we are going to, we have two more topics that we're gonna hit up. Uh, the next topic, voice trends, and I am going to just prep this over here. Um, I've actually been talking about voice trends and voice technology probably for the past six or seven years. I mean, all in, like really trying to uh, educate people on the value of, of voice technologies, voice AI, voice search. Um, you know, back then I was saying, hey, listen, that's the future. You got to make the preparations now so that you're positioned for success when it makes its transition. Well, now we are in that world where it has transitioned and the vast majority of everyone's life has some type of voice technology integrated into it. You just think about your cars, you're talking to your cars, think about your cell phones. You know, now instead of opening it up, you know, that's, that's fairly antiquated to, to actually type something, right? But now you just talk to your phones, you talk to the other various devices, you talk to your car. Now, because, you know, a lot of people have these other sort of uh, voice hubs in their homes, they're able to just sort of walk around and just, you know, make commands like your king or queen and things happen, like microwaves turning on or light, light bulbs going on and, and off, right? So we're in this world, this age, where voice technology is fully integrated into, into our lives. And what does that mean for us? Well, voice has now taken over, in my opinion, uh, the advertising world. It is such a dominating presence. It has to be a part of everyone's advertising strategy. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and pull up right here. Here we go. I'm just going to pull this up and just go over some of these data points here. So these are some uh, statistics as it relates to voice, voice search. Um, so number one, if you're not watching this and you're just listening to the podcast, I'll read it off for you guys. Um, but so the first question is, when do people use voice search the most? So we're going to be talking specifically within the context of voice search and voice searches. You're using your voice. Um, the technology is translating your voice into a text-based file format so that now that it can take all of those commands, go out into the search world and then populate results based on what you just asked for. So, um, uh, so what are people asking? What, what do people use voice search the most? Number one, ready for this? This is when, I'm sorry. When are people using voice search? Number one, while they're driving. And I'm gonna, I wanna get to that in a little bit. That's a really important one. 52.8% of the time, it's uh, people are doing it while they're driving. Uh, number two, the second on the list, 21.3% of the time, it's doing another, while performing another act activity. So now multitasking. Why? It's frictionless. It's very easy to do. Um, third on the list, 7.5% of the time, watching TV. 7.4% working, 5.5% cooking, 2.6% exercising, 2.3% while showering or using the bathroom. That's interesting. And then really, really small numbers, 0.4% while with friends or family, and then 0.2% um, while in bed. Um, and so getting back to number, the number one, 52.8% of the time, people are leveraging voice search while driving. 
Now, what does that tell you? When, when I say this stat, what's that first thing that came to your mind? Well, the first thing that came to my mind is the fact that radio, even though I've been saying that radio is definitely a dying sort of platform, 52.8% of the time people are leveraging voice search while driving. For Radio is is so so far, it's such a, 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 you know, last. It's so far behind, it's like a dot. You can't even see it. I don't know what radio is competing. I don't know even know what radio's competitor even is even more. I used to think that maybe it was satellite radio, then like you're listening to now, podcast, but 52.8% of, this, of, of searches are done while driving. I think radio now has no chance of recovering from this um, because now people are leveraging that time to be much more efficient, much more creative, much more intelligent use of their time using voice search for various things. Now, they're probably using it for you know getting directions, finding local restaurants, um, finding other things that might be in the area, finding a gas station. They could be using voice search for a number of different things, movies, right? But the fact is, they know that it's proof that the users know that technology is there, that this is now part of their culture, part of their user experience. They think, I'm going to get into my car and just talk, and the answers are going to be provided to me. Now, what does that say to you? The fact that when, right? Well, knowing that they're going to be um, using this most of the time, more than half the time while, while they're driving, as an advertiser, know this because now you can um, script your ads based on, on that information, right? You can script and you can formulate, um, or rather position yourself <coughs> in certain environments so that you become an option that the voice search is offering to the user. Have you thought about that? If they're asking these questions, there's data that shows you the questions that they're asking. Why don't you now, just like you have done with SEO, Google ads, and other things, same thing, voice search. Why don't you position yourself as the recommendation? How do you do that? Well, there's a lot of things. Number one, well, honestly, one, podcasting. Get into podcasting, right? And there's a lot of other ways. This is not a show. Today's show is not to talk about how to get ranked in search. I'll do that maybe some other time, but definitely research that. Um, another thing, if you're listening, you're not watching, so you can't see the stats, I'll read this off to you. Where do people place their voice-activated speakers in their homes um, more than half the time? It's in like a family room, a common room, and then it's split evenly, 25%, 25% between a bedroom and a kitchen. Um, and then what are adults using voice search for? 40% um, of the time, asking for directions. 39% to dictate texts. 31% of the time, to call someone. 11% of the time, check the time. 11% of the time, play a song. 9% of the time, find out movie times. I think that these stats are going to change dramatically over the next three to six months because just think about this. Anytime something becomes easier to use and more popular, then all of a sudden people start to use that thing for what? More things. So the first things on this list are going to be the obvious things that people are going to think of that I can use it for. But I'm telling you, this is going to change. So I feel like this still could be an early entry point for businesses to say, okay, I know this is the trend. I got to position myself to be the recommendation for this search. So very, very important. Now, 
even if it doesn't change, right? Which I'm saying confidently that it will. So instead of saying phrasing it like that, I'll say right now, right? Over the next three to six months, let's say you want to get instant um, results from this, right? Right here, we got 40% of the time people are asking for directions. If I was a business in the within the roots of that person traveling, I would make sure that my business is positioned as a recommend a recommendation, you know, because right now what you could do is you can get yourself uh, on 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 ways, and it can literally, as someone dictates this, it activates ways, ways starts navigating the directions, it pops up notifications as you're driving. Geographically, it'll trigger where your business is. If you're not listed, you're not being recommended, right? If the technology that I'm sharing with you seems overwhelming. What's the alternative? Giving up? Wrong. You still have a business. You still have to make money. You still have to provide for your family. So guess what? You got to figure it out. And if you can't figure out for yourself, what's then the alternative? Well, then the real alternative is finding someone that can and paying them. You got to do it. This is very, very important. And last on our list of discussions for today, um, video marketing. Video marketing. I'm going to pull up stats over here. Um, obviously, I don't have to be the one to have talked about video marketing for everyone now to understand the importance of it. You know, video marketing is something that my agency has been in for well over a decade, um, internet video marketing in particular. It is so critical. Like we were preaching this over a decade ago. Um, and if you're not into video marketing, like if your business doesn't have a video presence, um, you are, you are definitely on your way out and you're being squeezed out. You're being almost, you're like forgotten in a way. And I hate to be so harsh there, but it is the truth. Check out some of these stats as it relates to video marketing. First off, I want to scroll up here because I think it was up here. Uh, where is it? Oh, here we go. Check this out. Right here, if if you're just listening, I'll read it off for you, for you. And it says, as of 2020, 2022, an average person is predicted to spend 100 minutes per day watching online videos. And that's not per week. That's not per month. And that's not even including the other video consumption that they're doing with their TVs and other devices. The average person is spending 100 minutes per day watching online videos. That is an enormous amount of time. If you're not injecting yourself into that use period, people are literally consuming video content. You have the opportunity to inject yourself in front of their face while they're doing that. Brand brand your business um, in, in that moment, sell your product, influence them in that moment via video. If you're not doing that, then you're, you're letting pride get in the way and you're, and you're letting the, the, the idea that it's too hard get in the way. You have to do it. If you are a content marketer, shame on you if you're not already doing this. If you are a business owner and you're not doing this, the shame on you because you're going to go out of business. This is super important. You got to get into video marketing because pay attention to the market. How is the market consuming content? Right here is proof in the pudding. Um, I want to scroll down here just to read off some other things to you guys. People watch an average amount of 16 hours of online video content every single week. One third, one third of all 
online activity activity is spent watching video. A third. So that's a lot of a lot of video consumption. That's a lot of opportunities for you to get your business, your brand, your message in front of your community, your audience, your consumers by way of what? Video. And uh, listen, we're in the age of attention marketing. I found sound like a broken record. I say this all the time, right? We're in the age of attention marketing. Where are people spending the most attention? Well, a third of the time, it's video. Video, specifically. You gotta be there. You absolutely have to be there, guys. Um, also, a- according to studies done by CXL, LearnHub, Citify, Video content is 1,200% more successful than any other content. 1,200% more successful. Viewers absorb 95% of the message while watching video. Incivia reported that social media video stats show that viewers can retain 95% of the information from a video compared to just 10% of information while reading a text. 84% of customers make purchases after watching an explainer video. I mean, I could just keep on reading stat after stat after stat, but I think you guys get the point here. Video marketing is an effective form of technology that you need to leverage in order to be able to properly communicate and influence your audience to make a purchasing decision. And if you don't feel like you possess the skill and you don't have the time to do it, then then outsource it. I'm actually a firm believer and I I preach this to everyone, including um, everyone here on, on the Don't Fear Grit show, our entire audience. I say this all the time is you should outsource things that are not relevant to your business, but are important for the growth of your business, right? It's that common example of the guy who opened up a pizzeria, did not open up the pizzeria because he loved social media marketing, right? No, he was passionate about pizza and he knew that the people in the community would want to buy the pizza. In his case, He should be outsourcing and literally find someone who is an expert in social media marketing that can help him get the message out. So what? He can focus on what he does best. So if you're a business owner that is either overwhelmed at the thought of trying to do this, or you have a a laundry list of excuses probably led by, I don't have enough time to do this. Well, the thing is, it's important. You got to recognize the importance and value in this. Therefore, you need to outsource it. You need to find people like my agency that can do this for you at a very, very high level so that you can focus on what you do best on a very, very high level. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I know there were times where um, it was a little bit harsh. It's just because I'm super, super passionate on this subject. And when I saw that, the headlines were being 
really commanded by a lot of marketing related information. I'm like, we've got to do a show about marketing headlines, marketing trends, because this is important. There was some information that we discussed, like the what's going on with Facebook that could negatively impact what you're doing. But there's some amazing things going on uh, within the marketing world that could really help you scale up your business and grow and and really just crush the numbers that that you are setting for yourself. So I hope this was helpful. Um, if you guys can do me a favor, get one person to listen to the show, bring him into this community. Let's grow it together. Um, and like, comment, subscribe, do all that stuff. It's really important to us. That's the one favor that we ask of you guys. Um, until next time, guys, remember, don't fear grit. Don't fear the process. Don't fear the hard work because your success, that diamond that you've been digging for is maybe just one more dig away. See you later, guys.